You're listening to a podcast series from Vietcetera Production. Vietnam is forecasted to be one of the fastest growing economies in Southeast Asia and the world. To understand the dynamics behind Vietnam's miracle growth, Vietcetera's CEO, Hao Tran, meets with business leaders every week to discuss the country's future growth prospects. We also learn how they build and manage teams and why they think innovation will be key to Vietnam's role in the world order. What's up, guys? It's your host, Hao, here. In today's episode of Vietnam Innovators, we'll be meeting Bruce Del Teal, the new managing partner for McKinsey & Company's Vietnam office. He takes up the role after former managing partner Marco Bruce's 12-year stint in the seat. The management consultancy industry is still in its relative infancy compared to its regional neighbors like Indonesia and China. Yet the firm has seen an increase in headcount in recent months despite COVID headwinds, given increased demand in Vietnam. What are some of the drivers behind the firm's increased focus on the Vietnam market? Bruce leads a team of consultants serving leading corporations, local conglomerates, state-owned enterprises, and multinationals throughout Asia, with a focus on financial services, real estate, infrastructure, economic development, and digital transformation. Their recent work includes advising a local financial services company on their digital ecosystem strategy and their partnerships with fintech. In recent years, he has also developed thought leaderships around building digital capabilities in Southeast Asia and helping clients reinvent their businesses through new technological innovations. Here now is Bruce with his insights on Vietnam's most innovative players in the digital ecosystem. But before we begin, we'd also like to extend a big thanks to our sponsors, health tech startup GeoHealth. GeoHealth is known for their innovative products and services to improve the healthcare system in Vietnam. Drop by a visit to one of their new smart clinics at M Plaza in Ho Chi Minh City for the latest, or download their mobile apps on the App Store or Google Play for more. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is your host, Hao Tran, on another episode of Vietnam Innovators. Uh, we're super excited to kick off, I think, what's our 14th, 15th episode of the series with an esteemed guest of ours today. His name is Bruce Deltel. He is yep. the managing partner of McKinsey & Company, a global management consultancy that has uh, a team here in Vietnam for about 15 years now, I believe. Um, I'll let kind of Bruce explain that himself. Um, McKinsey & Company needs no introductions, um, but maybe we need one from Bruce himself and, and what they're up to in Vietnam. So without further ado, we'll kind of kick off today's podcast with Bruce kind of explaining who is he? What are you doing here? And and kind of let's hear about what your vision for McKinsey is. So without further ado, Bruce, uh, I'll pan it over to you. Um, let's kick it off. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm very happy to be here and, you know, very impressed at what Vicitera actually has achieved and continues to yeah. build here. Um, starting a little bit with me, if, um, I'm, so my name is Bruce Delta. I'm, I'm originally French, but actually I've spent um, more than half of my life in Southeast Asia. So you're a global citizen now? I am. Um, I'm an Asian citizen, more <laughs> than a global citizen. Okay. Um, actually, I mean, I've never worked in Europe, never worked mm. in, um, in the U.S. Uh, all my career has taken place in Southeast Asia, okay. where I first came in uh, 95 for an internship and then never left after that. Wow. Um, and that led me primarily to, so obviously in consulting, you do projects in, mm. in different countries and that takes you to different places. Yep. But I spent 12 to 13 years in Indonesia. Okay. About the same amount of time in Singapore, 
Um, and I relocated to Vietnam a couple of years ago okay. with McKinsey. Wonderful. Um, yeah. And uh, for the last 25 years, has it been all McKinsey or has it been a recent kind of move for you? That has been primarily strategy consulting, but not, not all, all with, with McKinsey. Gotcha. Um, what does the team look like here in McKinsey? From a McKinsey perspective, it's really about trying to, to see how we can have impact, how we can help those companies, the established ones, but also mm. the ones that are nascent now in becoming the giants of tomorrow, mm. all the most innovative companies of tomorrow. And for me as managing partner and for the, with the rest of the team, obviously, it's um, because we can't do everything mm. and, uh, and our, we're growing, but we, we're not a huge office. It's finding those areas, finding those sectors uh, where we believe we can fundamentally help support and have impact. We, I can talk about this a little bit more. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. You know, uh, McKinsey's uh, focused, it sounds like digital transformation, innovation uh, across many other things, but that seems to be the focus um, from what I'm seeing on a macro level, not for McKinsey specifically, but, right. you know, that's all the rage now. There's an ecosystem being to be built for that. And, and uh, let's see where McKinsey can play a role for that. And, you know, the audience is really keen on hearing about that too today. Um, but let's jump into the first question that I have for you, Bruce. Sure. Um, you know, you mentioned you work at the intersection of digital and strategy, and that's been kind of your career for with mm -hmm. uh, a management consultancy. What are some exciting digital opportunities that you're seeing in Vietnam in this very nascent space? Okay. First of all, what's driving digital, and which is even more pronounced, I would think, in, in Vietnam and some other countries in Southeast Asia, is clearly digital adoption. It's clearly things related like contactless payment and mm. digital payment. Um, it's um, uh, the amount of data that becomes available. And it's also the way companies are, and we're going to talk about this, pivoting to what we call ecosystem, which means going beyond the boundaries of the sector and trying to come up with value propositions that are a lot more holistic and a lot more integrated. Mm. Um, so that is, um, uh, and, and plus technology adoption. Uh, we always stand sometimes in, when we talk about digital, we, we forget the parts related to production, uh, to optimizing processes. I mean, everything related to Industry 4.0. Mm -hmm. And this is equally important as what we actually see from a consumer perspective. I mean, everything that's happening in the background. So, um, and Vietnam is also, you know, right at the center of reinventing supply chains, um, uh, going up the value chain in terms of uh, manufacturing, uh, reskilling people, or actually, you know, developing um, the awareness and the adoption of technology. So all this leads to the situation we're in right now in Vietnam, which is, okay, how do I make sense of all this? And how do I uh, leverage digital to actually um, respond to those opportunities that I just talked about? And what's really exciting, which is why, I mean, we can't be in a more exciting place, I tell mm. you right now, is... Um, through this pandemic, I mean, I'm not going to say again what everybody knows, which is that Vietnam has um, has gone through this crisis mm -hmm. in an, in, um, in you know in a very efficient, very disciplined way, um, and and which leads to us being here, close yeah, to each exactly. other, and yeah. but but that also so that leads to to more confidence, that leads to the ability to actually grab opportunities, and that mm -hmm. will accelerate not only. Um, the economy, uh, the Vietnamese economy as a whole, but also the way digital is going to take off. Mm -hmm. uh, because as much as we talk about um, digital taking off in Vietnam, and if we compare with um, other countries which we can get into, 
uh, we're still a little bit lagging behind. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that that gap will be actually filled uh, rather quickly. Yeah, you know, um, preceding this this session, I always share with my uh, our listeners kind of like, hey, who's our next guest? And I, I mentioned that I made, I shared on LinkedIn, my Instagram, that Bruce was coming to the to the studio today to record with us, and uh, got tons of questions. We got actually more than two hundred, and um, uh, about a ton of different topics. Unfortunately, we don't have time to go through even five of them. We only have one <laughs> today. Um, but it's a, it's a, from a very dedicated reader of ours. His name is Patrick. He used to be an equities researcher at HSBC. Right. And he's new to Vietnam. Um, so he's got a question about ecosystems. Um, we're going to have him kind of, uh, uh, kind of share his question today. So here we go. This is uh, Patrick. I just moved to Vietnam. Um, very interesting discussion. Uh, the question for Bruce, you mentioned ecosystems. Could you elaborate more on this concept? What does it mean? And which companies will most people be familiar with? Who are the emerging players? Thanks. I'm sure you guys work with a ton of companies. Um, yeah. But if there's maybe at an industry level or even a couple that you can mention, what are some examples that you could share with us? Yeah, so maybe a, a quick definition of ecosystem. Because mm. uh, the term is being used and abused a little bit, and sometimes mm. we, we, we kind of lose sight of what it means. Yes. Right? So let, let me just start with a couple of examples. Um, buying a house, looking for a house, um, getting a mortgage to buy the house, uh, getting the right partners or the right companies to help you remodel the house and everything that goes with it. I mean, this whole chain of activities um, uh, is an ecosystem, mm -hmm. and the housing ecosystem. And you know, based on that description, you can see that um, it's about uh, sourcing a physical place, a house, but it's about buying financial services, mm -hmm. it's about being connected to other partners. So that's really what we mean by ecosystem, that, uh, integrate, that, that interconnected set of services mm -hmm. that fulfill uh, all the needs I may have, or you may have, uh, in, in an integrated manner. So, uh, and then you see, the minute I start describing this that way, uh, I'm staying away from uh, the typical definition of sectors, which is uh, building, uh, banking, um, uh, services, and so on. Mm -hmm. I'm encompassing all this. So, and then we get into a, a different way of describing the economy, uh, which leads to, as I said, the housing ecosystem, mm -hmm. or uh, the one that people are very familiar with, which is the mobility ecosystem, you know, with the likes of Grab, Uber, Gojek, I mean, uh, and, and everything that comes with it, which is not only transportation, but food and delivery and so on and so forth. Um, and then there are many others, and there's also uh, corporate or B2B ecosystems mm -hmm. where um, uh, SMEs actually get on a platform, uh, get services, uh, do partnership, and, and a number of things. And um, so you have, you know, 12, 13, 14, de depending on how you look at it, ecosystem in an economy. Mm -hmm. Now, the other question is, um, is it happening in Vietnam today? Are we pivoting from the definition of those industry verticals into ecosystem? And then the answer is a resounding yes, even though there is a long way to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the the ones that I mean immediately come to mind are um, the mobility one, which mm -hmm. I mentioned. You know, when you know, Grab or Gojek, uh, uh, the super app uh, that that are building ecosystem. So mm -hmm. that that's one. Um, they are the ones that also come to mind, such as VNG. You know, starting with gaming, getting into messaging, then getting into financial services. I mean, that that that's another one. Mm -hmm. um, and they are also um, so. One, one MG, for example, one mount group, mm -hmm. which is the ability of leveraging strength from a financial service partner, 
uh, retail and consumer related partners. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Techcom Bank, Massan Group, and uh, and Vin Group. Uh, that are building a value proposition which is beyond them mm-hmm. and trying to have that integrated view that I talked about. So uh, then the next question is, is this going to uh, continue and amplify? Absolutely, yes. I mean, there are, as I mentioned, a number of ecosystems that needs to be leveraged and that will lead to individual companies or individual sectors to transform themselves and take advantage of it. The, the one thing uh, that, I'm, that I would like to, to mention is... Um, and we talked about this a minute ago when mm-hmm. we said, you know, digital adoption is there. And, and um, right now, ecosystem in Vietnam, in terms of revenue, based on the definition that I've given you, is about $50 billion, right? Okay. Um, uh, you look at Indonesia today, it's probably closer to $300 mm-hmm. billion. Uh, if you look at China, it's closer to $5 trillion. Wow. Uh, and that has something to do with um, how quickly those ecosystems are actually built and, and mm-hmm. uh, get together. That has something to do with uh, the starting point. I mean, we know what the starting point in China is definitely not the one that, mm-hmm. uh, that is in Vietnam. That has something to do with regulation that allows a number of things to be done. Um, five years from now, we'll probably in Vietnam at 100 billion. And then much more after that. Mm-hmm. So definitely happening, but... Um, it's a population thing too, I mean, to be fair. Um, that's yeah. true, that's true. Um, but maybe the value per person living in the country could be faster growing, could be more. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. I yeah. mean, that, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, you touched upon a, a couple of great companies and even for me as a consumer, I, uh, you know, grab and there's plenty of options out there as well. I just keep going back to them or like, um, you know, I want to try Gojek. I want to try B and, and they all have different value propositions too, but everyone's very focused on building this ecosystem. So I think next few years for you guys, especially um, being at the center of that, yeah. Um, ecosystem creation is going to be really interesting to see. Um, we're going to move on. So thanks to, uh, to Patrick for sharing that question. Um, another one for you, Bruce. Um, why should tech and these traditional players, you mentioned like the likes of Vin Group and then VNG being a bit more of a tech company, um, Techcom Bank and all those guys. Why should tech and traditional players in Vietnam think about becoming or participating in this digital ecosystem world? What is so exciting about that opportunity? Okay. So first first of all, it's what I, I just mentioned, mm-hmm. which is um, consumers, customers will be looking for that integrated value mm-hmm. proposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you check out somewhere, mm-hmm. it becomes now very natural to be offered something else. Mm-hmm. Um, when you open your email, it's very likely that you're going to get something targeted to you, which comes, uh, which is of interest to you. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole logic of ecosystem. So, so the idea of... Uh, unless in very niche industries and markets, being contained within the sector definition um, is not going to be relevant anymore. So, so that's an imperative. That's number one. Uh, number two is it's uh, not only but primarily through ecosystem that you can actually gather the data that you need. Mm-hmm. And you know, the minute you get into transaction, you get into data, you get into customer intimacy. Getting to customer intimacy gives you the key of your products and services of tomorrow. Mm. If you're not part of an ecosystem, it becomes a lot more complicated, a lot more difficult to do it. Uh, The third point is, um, at what cost are you acquiring your customers today? Is it $5, $10, $15? Being part of an ecosystem actually leads to the ability to um, have this cost reduced significantly. Um, and also have access to a customer base that you wouldn't have 
been able to reach uh, mm. otherwise. So getting more customers at a lower cost. They also uh, trust more too, because they're already kind of in the ecosystem. That, that they know true. the brand yeah. or they know the partner and by extension, I think that's why companies want to partner, right? Because like, oh, they see Vin Group's known for building these awesome homes or whatever they're doing. And then um, their banking partner might be like, hey guys, how, how can we come together and build something that offers value to both of our customers and leverages our brand equity? And these big, big news companies, and going back to the question, why should traditional players look at it? It's because they have these brands. They can, yeah. how do you leverage it to, to serve the customers you already have? Um, Anyways, I just had to make no, that no, note but, there. But yeah. it's, I mean, I, I love this point because mm. I, I, I find this fascinating. Mm. I, I do remember when we when we started talking about digital transformation. Or remember a few years ago, it was, oh, who's going to disrupt? You know, what is disruption coming from? And clearly mm. the disruption was only coming from, from the startups or the fintech because they had understood what the pain points were about and uh, what's the best way leveraging technology to respond to a pain point mm. for a consumer. Uh, and then clearly they would rule the world. Um, but now we are in a completely different situation where we know that, to your point, existing established companies with uh, millions of customers, that's an asset um, to be used to. Mm -hmm. And that leads to that ecosystem definition, but also that there is no line, I would say, drawn between um, um, incumbents or you know uh, traditional players and startup, but it's, it's, it's going to lead to a value proposition that actually aggregate the best and leverage the best of both worlds. Mm. Um, and that, that's really exciting. It's, it's a greenfield market. It is, I mean, yeah, yeah. you mentioned ecosystem creation. Um, there, there has yet to be that creation, or it's, it's ongoing already, and then some people have better ecosystems than others, but it's still very greenfield. So for uh, even the ones that you haven't listed, I'm sure there's many of them, mm. you know, they're in the process of creating or the ones thinking about doing it. It sounds like now is the time before... Vietnam gets too mature as a market, it seems. Yeah. So, I mean, um, how, how far behind, behind, not behind, but um, how many more years do you think is Vietnam going to reach the stages of like Indonesia or having worked there or China? I mean, at a, at a high level, if you could share, maybe. It's difficult to say to, to, to mention a number of years, but mm. uh, they are those forces that are shaping this. Mm -hmm. um, so an ecosystem is 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 based and and propelled by digital technology, mm -hmm. and digital technologies actually lead to a number of things related to uh, data. How mm -hmm. anonymous is your data? Mm. Uh, can you put your data in clouds? Uh, to what extent can you do what we call EKYC? You know, mm -hmm. which uh, processes are primarily online for me right. to know you as my customer. So this is also related to regulation. So the regulation supports um, a nascent ecosystem and changes in regulations uh, done in an in a orchestrated way uh, leads to more ecosystem and more ability to leverage digital technologies and data. So that, that's one factor, and, and things are evolving fast, and we'll see where Vietnam um, is going to go on that particular dimension over the next year or so. Um, so, so that's one. Uh, two, as you, uh, we know that the ecosystems today in Vietnam is primarily so mobility, financial services, housing, mm -hmm. telcos, and others. Uh, there are a few others actually to explore, uh, and, and, and deepening the ones that are currently being explored. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that's, that's point number two. Point number three in terms of ad adoption uh, of the, the ecosystem mentality, I think it's, it's becoming a very natural thing for Vietnamese, uh, which is not necessarily the case in other countries, by mm. the way. 
so I do, I mean, we do believe that the ecosystem logic is going to take off dramatically over the next two, three years. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I think um, you mentioned, uh, you know, it's hard to say how, how, how soon it'll reach the levels of like a China or, in, or even Indonesia, which is, isn't quite, you know, that ahead. Um, uh, Vietnam, it's especially consumer class is so young. And so they're adopting things at a mm. much more digitally native rate or a level than their peers did 10 years ago in other countries. So hopefully that acceleration will be a lot sooner than, than others. Um, but only time will tell. So we'll see. But maybe just one point on this, yeah. because it's about cultural adoption as well. Mm-hmm. In financial services, you know, when you see all the cool things that are happening in China, mm. um, how natural it is for you to be on a platform or for any cas- uh, consumers, right, and to take uh, a five-day loan for you know, $300 or $200 mm. uh, um, in order to buy something. Uh, you, you see, the, the new products leads to new uh, m- mindsets mm-hmm. and this is actually particularly impactful for the younger generation for it to become a very natural thing to do um, and, and that's why I think some of the technology innovations or mm-hmm. those value proposition innovation that we've seen in China and others uh, I do believe will resonate here in Vietnam as well and there will be new coming from Vietnam uh, on its own. Excellent. Um, another question for you uh, that we have here today, Bruce, is, um, and th- this is this is the hot question everyone wants to know because they, they want to get ahead. Um, how can these Vietnamese companies win in the ecosystem world? What are some key kind of points that you could address for your, your, your existing clients? I'm not sure if you can share too much, but uh, for ones, even small companies that are thinking of entering these greenfield kind of systems. So there are a few things that are going to be important for, for all of them. So number one is uh, to adopt that ecosystem mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the more you pivot intellectually and conceptually to what we just talked about, which mm-hmm. is the concept of, of, of ecosystems, then uh, you completely redefine your strategy. The worst that could happen is that you don't embrace it. So that, that's number one. Mm. Uh, number two is really to follow what data is telling you. And as we said earlier, you harness the power of data if you're part of an ecosystem. Number three is to, to really understand your customers. Uh, and that started a few years ago when we talked about pain points, you know, how can I you know, overcome pain points and all this. Um, the better you develop that customer intimacy, the, I mean, you can't force products, you mm-hmm. can't force services anymore on, 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 on customers. Otherwise, they, they just move on. Mm. Um, uh, it's Im- so easy to yeah, go somewhere else. The oh. impatience that we all have now when something is not, working or something is not making our life easier when we purchase services and products uh, is going to be a showstopper for for a number of value propositions that don't respond to to, to that imperative. So being very close to customers is this. For, um, which is a very important one, um, and and we work a lot on this, is getting the right talent. So digital talent, because Mm. I mean, obviously that leads to everyone being in the need of getting uh, resources, talent, understanding of technology, being at the forefront of what's happening. Um, so that's for, and I would say there is another one, which is what role do you want to play in an ecosystem? Mm-hmm. And, and typically there are two roles, right? I mean, the first role would be, oh, I'm going to organize it. Uh, I'm going to orchestrate it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm- The leader. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that to, to um, once I have the platform in place to make it successful, I would need a little bit more on the financial services side or a little bit more on the consumer side. And uh, and then I find the right web of 
of partners that would be on my ecosystem. I would do that if I have, for example, privileged access to a customer base or if I know that I can leverage a large customer base that I have or if I have um, a breakthrough value proposition, for example. Mm. The other way is to just participate you know, and plug yourself into, um, as I said, you know, housing, you, you, uh, uh, real estate property, um, getting into a housing ecosystem or a uh, certain part of the transformation value chain, getting into the mobility ecosystem because you benefit from the strength of other partners and then uh, you you benefit from that ecosystem. It's like Logic. a plug-and-play model with exactly. smaller guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Without having to invent it and orchestrate it yourself. Mm. So those would be the few things to keep in mind for all Vietnamese companies. Mm. Yeah. And it sounds like the, the bigger ones, they obviously want to play a leading role because they can. They already, they're already in their um, kind of big player kind of positions in each industry. So, and we're kind of seeing that, I think. Um, Vin Group doing one, one Mount Group, I believe. Um, is that right? Yes. Um, there's so many of these companies now, it's hard to keep track. Um, and across these other sectors. So excited to see what uh, the ecosystem has to come, Bruce. And I'm sure uh, McKinsey will play a big role in that for their existing clients and more to come, hopefully. Um, us here at Vietcetra will, will be kind of a little bit on the outside uh, looking in, uh, but also sharing, of course, um, these great insights. So Bruce, thank you so much for sharing these awesome insights about what the vision of McKinsey is as your role as managing partner what the team is going to be looking like, um, but also what uh, awesome client work you're doing, especially in digital and, eco- uh, and ecosystem building um, and, and much more to come in Vietnam. So thank you again for showing, sharing here today uh, a little bit of your insights um, here at the radio room here at Viet- the Vietcetera headquarters in Ho Chi Minh City. Um, do you have any other final words you'd, you might want to share for our listeners here today, Bruce? Could be fun. doesn't have to just be about ecosystems. <laughs> Maybe you're hiring. Are you hiring at McKinsey? Lots of people ask that actually. Maybe one, what, I mean, one final word, sure. uh, back to the initial introduction, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, McKinsey is known as a strategy consultancy, and mm-hmm. a lot of people refer to us, oh, we are, we are building strategies. But since we had this long discussion about ecosystem, we, mm-hmm. we are also a technology firm mm-hmm. because we've got technology talents, and those technology talents actually help um, uh, even s- startup, fintech, uh, mm-hmm. ecosystem players. We're also an implementation firm by actually making happen what we design as strategies. Um, And and that leads to now the ability to have proper impact across the board uh, to transform companies. And indeed, that leads to um, this growth um, that we're going through, and that leads to um, growing the office, Mm -hmm. getting um, diversity of profiles, uh, technology and also beyond technology, uh, in 2021 and 2022. And that's very exciting. Awesome. Yeah, I know plenty of your colleagues are also super sharp, awesome people. Hope to see more of them in Vietnam very soon. Uh, so thank you again, Bruce, for, for sharing your insights here today. Managing partner of McKinsey and Company, Bruce Deltel. Um, awesome chat today. We'll have you come in next time. Thank you so much. Sure, thanks very much. Thank you for having me. Cheers. You can also check out the video version of this podcast on our other platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. New episodes are out every week. So don't forget to subscribe to Vietcetra's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube channel for more interesting content. Thanks for listening to another episode of Vietnam Innovators, brought to you by our partners, health tech startup GeoHealth. They're best known for their doctor-at-home services, but offer much more than that. If you haven't already, check out their mobile apps on the App Store and Google Play for more. 
or drop by for a visit to their new smart clinic at M Plaza in Ho Chi Minh City.